What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Takes. After a long summer, summer hiatus, we are now officially back, and we'll be posting a lot more often. This episode will be mainly featured about the NFL coming up, and just tomorrow we'll start the season. Charlie and Dylan, what are you guys' thoughts on the new NFL season coming I'm tomorrow? Sh- I'm so excited, you know. On those Sundays, just 1 o'clock, just wishing we had football ever since the Super Bowl. Not a very exciting game, you know. But just sitting down 1 o'clock on a Sunday for countless hours watching Red Zone and watching the Giants. I'm just so excited for that. Dylan, what about you? Yeah, definitely. I don't know what I'm more excited about. Uh, you know, as you said, watching Red Zone for eight straight hours on Sundays. Or checking my fancy football lineup to see if my players have scored any touchdowns. Which, of course, every year they don't. <laughs> anyway, let's dive right into the first matchup. What are your predictions to kick off the season? Cowboys bus in Tampa. Okay, so Dak Prescott, we all know he came off. He had a really bad injury in week, I think, five last season against my New York Giants, which prayers up to him. I hope he's feeling it as well, but as people are saying he is. Dak Prescott going up against the Super Bowl champs in his first week back, that is not something – I don't. I think any fan really wants, or a Cowboys fan wants, especially with like dominant defensive linemen like JPP and Ndamukong Sue that just like hit the quarterback, hit him, hit him, hit him. And especially that amazing Bucks defense. Regard, forget Dak's health. The the Buccaneers defense is an amazing defense, and I think that no matter what CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke does, without Zach Martin, Zeke won't be as productive. I think that the Bucks offense will explode, especially Antonio Brown, as people have, as Bruce Arians just yesterday said that he's back to his four to five year ago Steelers form. I'm going with Bucks twenty seven, Cowboys thirteen, sorry Dylan. Yeah, honestly the Cowboys, I mean if they pull up an upset I think the Cowboys are the underdogs by a lot just because Super Bowl champs, they just beat the Chiefs, who obviously have the most firepowered offense. But, yeah, I don't I don't think this game is very close. I think it will be a two-score game with the Bucks winning. I'm not going to say an exact score because that's a little too much. I don't really know. But, um, you know, Dak will have to go through that tough, gritty defense and that awesome offense that the Bucks have. So, yeah, I don't see the Cowboys' defense um, doing much to stop the Bucks, but I do see the Bucks beating the Cowboys by two scores, 14 to, like, 18 or 20. Yeah, I hate to see it for my Cowboys, but to kick off the season, you know, it's a very tough environment, as you guys said, going into Tampa Bay, uh, into Raymond James Stadium, where the Bucks won the Super Bowl last year. I can't predict a Cowboys win here. I'm going to say it's not an offensive explosion, though. I do believe that Dan Quinn has brought a lot to this Cowboys defense. And the pickups of Micah Parsons and Keanu Neal uh, being moved to linebacker, I think, are really going to negate. Wait, Keanu Neal's a linebacker? Uh, yeah, they converted him this year. He's going to be a very good Damn, that's, that's crazy. Well, Keanu Neal, I've always seen, seen him as like a hard-hitting safety, but now as a linebacker, that's really going to help speed. As Micah Parsons, if you have watched Hard Knocks, Micah Parsons, a crazy guy, flies around the field. I'm, I'm excited to watch him, even though yeah. he's my division rival. Micah Parsons is a good player, but moving really on from the first game, I just want to talk about week one in general. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of like crazy stuff happening in the NFL, with whether it's injuries, contracts, and just a lot of people mad. And some and some people other happy. Like I just want to put out some matchups on Sunday that could be a game changer for a team's entire season. I know it sounds crazy for one week, but 
like there's been a lot of injuries going on even in the preseason. You saw ETN go down, Dobbins go down, and a lot more players go down, maybe not as big as those two names. But an injury you saw Saquon last season can change an offense, change a defense, change even a whole entire team. If there was one team that you think could be most impacted by an injury or something like that, what team would you see it as? I think it would probably be like the Seahawks, maybe, or even the Chiefs, you know, as some of their big stars. Um, if it was the Chiefs, I think it would be Patrick Holmes is the only one that would um, really affect their team that much because um, Tyreek Hill, if he gets injured, they have Kelsey. If Kelsey gets injured, they have Tyreek. But still, it's going to affect them. But Ty- Patrick Mahomes, I don't think it's going to affect um, anybody in the league more than them. All right. Yeah, I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the team mm-hmm. that gets plagued with injuries this year. Last year, they had slim to none injuries, which is part of their um, regular season success and their success leading up to the playoffs. They were a very healthy roster with a lot of talent. I just can't see them going back-to-back years without any major injuries. I feel like a big piece of their team is going to be missing for most of the season. All right, mm-hmm. so Dylan, moving on from this, Dylan, you're going to say the rapid-fire match if you say win or lose. Let's go. Yeah, so Jaguars at the Texans. Um, I'm going with the Jaguars sneak a win out in Houston. I wouldn't say sneak it out because the Houston Texans completely suck. Wait, wait. So I'll go with Jaguars by at least two scores. Is Watson playing? Watson is not playing. He is on the roster, but he is not starting now. All right. Well, then I'm going to go Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence, I see a lot in him. I think Justin Fields will be better. That's a little bit of a hot take. But Trevor Lawrence still has potential, a lot of potential. And I think Jacksonville will pull out the win, even without ETN. I think James Robinson will have a great team. I have to say the Jaguars, too. I think it's going to be a close, uh, low-scoring game, though. But they're just going to pull it out uh, within a score. So. All right, Joe, Joe, you lagged a little bit. Can you please repeat that? Oh, yeah. So, the Chargers will be at Washington for the 1 o'clock game. All right. So, this is a big matchup for Justin Herbert as he's gotten a lot of hype this offseason. Also, a big match with his football team. They've also gotten a lot of hype this season. These two teams, like the two underdog teams, a lot of teams are predicting to go far. This is a big matchup for both teams. I say the Chargers do sneak out a win. I say they win by a score. Herbert has a great game. The defense does a lot, but the offense can't put up Ryan Fitzpatrick can't sneak out a win at his home. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I think the Chargers win, and I think they actually win by you know two digits. That defense is so like that defense is so good, but their offense is also so good. And there's just the both teams they've always struggled with winning close games. The Chargers, but I don't think those will be very close. I think this will be like ten points, ten point victory for the. Charters. Yeah, I'm going to go with the football team. As much as it pains me to say it to another uh, NFC East rival, I feel like uh, even though they're bringing back Derwin James as the Chargers are, the Washington football team always finds a way to squeak out a win. I do believe this game will go into overtime. Very two evenly matched teams, but I just feel Washington has the grit and Ron Rivera is uh, better than Anthony Lynn in those kind of situations. That'll just put Washington over the top for me. Mm. All right. So next matchup. next matchup will be the Seahawks going into Indianapolis. Okay. So, uh, Dylan, is Carson Wentz playing? Yes or no? He will suit up for week one. He is questionable whether to start. Maybe they're going to give him a quarter. But I do believe he is expected to play. If Wentz starts, 
Indianapolis has amazing defense. They forced a lot of turnovers. Michael Pittman is one of my favorite players in the yep. league right now. And I think with Jonathan Taylor in that great backfield, Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines. I think the actually the Colts upset the Seahawks at their home at their home stadium. I think they win this game by a score, maybe 10, 10 12 points. I think that the Colts play a better all-around game, and Russell Wilson does have a good game, but I think that the Seahawks' offense will not be where they were last season. I think it won't be close. I think Tyler Lockett has two receiving touchdowns, as DK Metcalf has one. Uh, Russell Wilson is one of the best deep ball throwers we know to this date, and I think he'll they'll really just throw it deep on the Colts, even though they do have a great defense. Uh, I think the Seahawks win by two scores. I don't think the Colts' offense can keep up, even though. Yeah, I have to agree with Charlie. Carson Wentz in a new system, while he is reunited with Frank Reich, they are missing Quentin Nelson, which, in my opinion, uh, is harder to replace than Carson Wentz himself. They mm-hmm. both had the same kind of injury. But I just feel, as Charlie said, Tyler Lockett getting involved more this year. We've heard from reports. I think he's going to have multiple touchdowns. I think Russell Wilson is just going to absolutely shred this good Colts defense. Just because if you look at the statistics, over the last few years, he's been one of the best quarterbacks out of the gate. I mean, last year, for the, through the first six weeks, he's been the clear MVP. And mm-hmm. then he's kind of fallen off. So I feel like the Seahawks will pull out the win. Yeah, right. at the start of the season, Russ is always so dangerous. All right. So next we got the Jets. Uh, at the Panthers, Sam Darnold facing his former team that traded him away. What Wait, isn't it isn't it Panthers? At, uh, no, 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 it's not because Giants are home. My bad. Um, I got to go with the Panthers here. Mm-hmm. Jets, Zach Wilson in his first NFL game. I don't think any rookie will have a perfect NFL first game. I think that Zach Wilson, uh, Corey Davis won't be enough. Uh, who else do they have? I mean, Michael Carter is a rookie. He'll be, he's okay. And Jameson Crowder's all right, but CMC, DJ Moore, Sam Darnold reunited with Robbie Anderson. Uh, the defense for the Panthers, Brian Burns, uh, what's the guy's name? Derek Brown, they just got last season. I think that the Panthers are too much for them, and I think they sneak at least a two-score game, possibly three or more. Yeah, I don't think it'll be very close. I think um, the Panthers come in or stay at home and just, Beyond the Jets, I don't, I don't, I think Zach Wilson is a promising quarterback, yes, but I don't think he'll have the greatest debut getting used to the um, real NFL with not third stringers. But, um, yeah, I, I do think the Panthers win. I think Sam Darnold has a great situation in Carolina compared to um, New York. I think he had the worst situation possible for a young quarterback in the Jets system. Charlie, I completely agree. I don't think Sam Darnold is going to do much but he's going to do just enough to put the Panthers past the Jets. I feel Robbie Anderson will be a big key in that game, and the uh, Panthers squeak out a win against the Jets. So the next matchup, Vikings at Bengals. Okay, Vikings at Bengals. This, this, I mean, this is probably the easiest matchup I've had to decide so far. The Vikings not going to be even close. Dalvin Cook is going to shred this like, terrible Bengals defense. Joe Burrow still got an offensive line. They should have picked Panay Sewell. Jamar Chase has been in a lot of trouble this offseason with his uh, off-field problems. And I don't think T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon, who doesn't, is not going to do good, in my opinion, this season. It's not going to be enough to beat this good Vikings team, as I have the Vikings making the playoffs this season. Yeah, I don't think it will be very close to the Vikings. 
We'll definitely pull this win off. Um, they have so many weapons. It's Thielen as a two receiver. Um, Jefferson having a great rookie um, show out, and Dalvin Cook. And I think they will pull it out. Not even close. And we don't have to talk about. It. Yeah, more of the same. Joe Burrow plays well. Just can't carry this team past Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the league, facing one of the worst defenses in the league. Vikings win by two scores. So next up is maybe the toughest matchup. We've had to uh, decipher the Cardinals at the Titans. Okay, so I like this matchup. Uh, it's D-Hop, uh, as D-Hop and Kyler versus Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio, Derrick Henry. <laughs> this, this is kind of tough. I mean, Kyler has – everyone's given Kyler a lot of hype this offseason. I think the Titans are a very good team. <sighs> How's the Don? How's the card? How's the Titans' offensive line? Is it good? Well, the Titans' offensive line is definitely average. Derrick Henry uh, is suitable behind that line. It's not a problem. No. All right. So you know what? I'm gonna go with the sleeper pick here. I'm going with the Cardinals to win. I think Kyler Murray's gonna have to play really well and give the ball to D Hop a lot, a lot, a lot. The Titans lost some big defensive pieces this season. They lost a Dory Jackson to my Giants. They lost a couple other pieces, and I just don't th- I just don't see the Titans having uh, an, an answer for Chase Edmonds, the new starting running back. I don't, and mostly D Hop. I mean, no, they're not going to be able to guard D Hop. I really think uh, it's going to come down to the tight or the first team to make a mistake. I think the Titans will score close to every possession. And so are the Cardinals, but I feel like it's the first team to make a stop, maybe get a pick, maybe third and out. Then that's really where the game changes, and then they take the lead because the Titans' offense is so, so good, but they're so average, even below average. So I, I think that'll – I think the Titans win by a good field goal. Yeah, I'm going to go with the upset. I think the Cardinals will pull out the win in Tennessee. I think Kyler Murray will run that read option all day. And I feel like the Cardinals will jump out to a big lead, negating Derrick Henry uh, to a minimum rushing amount because they have to pass uh, because the Cardinals, of course, will jump out to an early lead. And I also think J.J. Watt brings a huge reinforcement uh, along with Baker, Buda Baker and that Cardinals secondary. I think they will shut down Derrick Henry. And the Cardinals will get the win. Oh my gosh, I don't think anybody could really shut down Derrick Henry completely, though. Yeah, as much as is possible, I believe in JJ. All right, so what's the next matchup? Next matchup is the 49ers at the Lions. All right, this is another easy pick. I'm going to 49ers. The Lions are a terrible team. I'm making this quick. Uh, I think Trey Lance will see the field as Garoppolo will lead them to a big first half lead. If it's more than three scores, I mean, you got to put Trey Lance in. Uh, the, the Lions, there's no chance of them winning more than three games this season. That's <laughs> it. They're stealing. And Jared Goff is going to have to get used to this bad offense. He hasn't been used to a bad offense. 49ers win by four scores. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 49ers. I don't really think he's close. I think Trey Lance comes in. Uh, in the second half, plays great, but I think it is a three-score game, three to five-score game, and I think we know 49ers win. Yeah, 49ers, the B keeps rolling. I mean, the Lions just team, they're, they aren't talented enough. DeAndre Swift, questionable if he's even going to play. Uh, like that they would lost, make they lost much of a difference. Garda. 
They lost Galladay. They lost Stafford. This Lions team is really in shambles. They lost Marvin Jones. 49ers win. Yeah. So, next matchup. The Steel Curtain takes to Buffalo. All right. Buffalo wins this. Steelers don't have good, a good enough offense to compete. I know they just got Najee Harris, who's a, a fa- one of my favorite rookies. The Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs cook up. Buffalo defense finishes how they did in the playoffs last season. Not against the Chiefs. They didn't play well, but against every other team last season's playoffs. Buffalo win by, win by two scores and takes it to one or no. Yeah, I don't think they'll have to wait till week 11 to lose but this year, but I think the Bills do pull out a win. I think it will be a 10-point game. Stephon Diggs has a great game. Allen throwing darts all game. The Buffalo defense shutting down for a couple drives, and I just think Buffalo comes out with a 10-point lead. Or, wait, win. All I'm going to say is Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that's all you need to hear. Bills win. I do think Josh Allen will throw multiple picks, though. I think Minka Fitzpatrick will cause some confusion, but not enough for the Steelers to win. So rounding out our 1 o'clock games, the Eagles take to Atlanta. Okay. This is actually a matchup that has some people concerned. I think that Jalen Hurts will have a good game, especially facing a lot of tough opponents when he started last season. As noted, the football team, the Seahawks, the – uh, who the Packers, and so I think that Jalen Hurts will have a really good game. So will Kyle, Kyle Pitts, my bad in his debut. I think that Calvin Ridley will have a good game, and the Falcons sneak out a one possession game. I think that the Eagles win because I just love Jalen Hurts as a player. Uh, the confusion he can um causes with the scrambling out of the pocket and the throws he can make. Although I think he will have a couple, one or two interceptions. I think that the Eagles win by the field goal. Yeah, I'm going to have to say that the Falcons will take this one. The Falcons are one of the most underrated teams for me going into this year. People have slept on Matty Ice uh, going into this year. I don't see him on many fancy football rosters or even being talked about as a good quarterback anymore. But I think he'll prove the haters wrong, and the Falcons win by double digits. Mm -hmm. So now, the uh, AFC Divisional matchup, Browns at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, this is gonna. This is a good one. The Chiefs. I mean, they did not look good at all in the Super Bowl. They looked great in the preseason when their starters played, and even when they didn't play. Browns are also a really young, promising team. But I think, I think this game, Browns will take a early lead. I think in the first half they will be up. But uh, Baker Mayfield, like he's a great quarterback. He's really underrated. I really do like him. I just don't see him leading past this underrated Chiefs defense as we've seen them come up clutch in crunch time. I think the Chiefs make a good comeback in the second half and they win by a score. Yeah, I I don't think it will really be close. I mean, I love the Browns, but the Browns, they, they're honestly a Super Bowl contender. I think they could only lose to a couple teams, and one of those teams is the Chiefs, and it's tough. You have to play them with the, um your season beginner, you know, but I think the Chiefs win by double digits. Yeah, I think the Chiefs pull out a win here. The Browns are good, but the Chiefs are just way, way better. I think it'll be most like the game last year, uh, Thursday night, I believe. Texans, Texans played well. Chiefs played better. More of the same story here. All right. And here is the Packers um, in, actually, Florida, as Hurricane Ida has prevented the Saints 
from playing in their home stadium, Mercedes-Benz. What are we thinking? Uh, so it's Packers, uh, Saints. Yes. Okay. So the Packers Saints, James Winston, who I honestly think will have a better season than what people are expecting him to. I think he's in a better situation now with a better overall offense. Michael Thomas isn't back yet. They don't really have any big receivers. Alvin Kamara is going to do a lot, but I think that the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones in the defense will lead the Packers to a two-score victory. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're just too much to handle. That duo and the defense, I think Packers come out with a double-digit lead again, or double-digit win. Yeah, I think the Saints, although an improved Jameis Winston, will lead this offense. Missing Michael Thomas with Marquez Callaway as the one receiver, I just don't believe that that can overcome uh, Devontae Adams and the Packers offense led by Aaron Rodgers. Packers win. Yeah. So now here is the Broncos at MetLife Stadium. What are we thinking? We will be at this game, I believe. Yeah. And this is my this is what I've been waiting for for all these months. The Giants finally get back. Daniel Jones has improved. The offense has improved. The defense has improved. I'm going with my Giants, baby. We win by two scores. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants too. I'm not saying two scores. I'm going with the Giants as well. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going by two scores. Actually, yeah, I'm going by ten points. The Giants take a win. Uh, Daniel Jones has a decent game. Saquon has a great game back. Slayton, a long bomb for a touchdown that seals it. Yeah, I think while Saquon Barkley doesn't do much in this game, I still do think the Giants win. The Broncos just a weak team all around. Teddy Bridgewater, Starling. Uh, I think that is a wrong decision. I think you give Drew Locke some room to improve and start on this season. Uh, but I do think the Giants will win. I think the score might be around 20 to 13. Let's go. So the next game, Dolphins at Patriots. Oh, okay. This is actually a game that is, it could be controversial both ways. Two attack of Aloha. Yeah, he's starting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Tua starting. I think that Tua will improve a lot this season. But I don't see Miles Gaskin and the defense who has had a lot, a lot of problems this offseason with contracts and whatever, especially naming or calling out Xavier Howard. I think that the Patriots will win this game. Mac Jones will have an amazing rookie start. That's the one QB I think will have a great first day. I think the Patriots win this game by 10. And the defense and offense both plays really well. Yeah, I think the um, Dolphins pull out the win. Tua has the comeback game. Gaskin has a good game as well, and I think the Dolphins win by a touchdown. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think Mac Jones will do very well in his debut. I mean, I've just watched some of his college film, and his receivers are 10 to 15 yards open. Uh, That is not the case. I hate to break it to him, but not the case in the NFL. I think he'll struggle against an improved Dolphins defense. And the Dolphins will pull out the win. All right. So going to our Sunday night game, Bears at the Rams, two powerhouse. Ooh, wasn't this a Sunday night game a couple of years ago? I believe so. Yeah. So Daryl Henderson, who is picking up the role for Cam Akers this season for the Rams. I really do like Stafford with Cup and Robert Woods and the great Rams defense. I think that the Rams pull off a two-score win. 
and I'm just going to put it at that. Yeah, I think the Rams win. I don't think the Bears just have enough juice on offense. Even though I like Justin Fields, uh, Andy Dalton is the starter, I believe. Uh, I think the Rams pull out the win. Yeah, I think it's the Rams no matter who starts in this game. Uh, I just don't think that this uh, Rams team could lose to a team like the Bears. You know, uh, very unbalanced. Their defense is uh, not as good as it was last year. Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, maybe even their only threats on offense. David Montgomery, I don't think, will do much this season. I think just the Rams overpower the Bears. I think Justin Fields is not ready for the powerhouse of Aaron Donald. I don't think I don't think Fields is starting, though. Yeah, what do you guys think on Fields? When will he come in? Because I just want to hear your opinions on this. Right. I've heard this, many different things. For me to not get off track and go on and on about Fields, I'm just going to keep it short. Fields will start by week five. I mean, Andy Dalton absolutely sucks. You saw it with the Cowboys doing, especially you saw it last season as your favorite team had him. He is not good anymore. He used to be somewhat decent. Uh, Fields starts by week five and turns the Bears around, but still the Bears don't make the play. Yeah, I think Fields starts – Andy Dalton, just even in the preseason, third string, just is not good. I mean, his stats, interceptions, just one touchdown. Justin Fields just looks so much better than him now. Like, throwing the ball, obviously running the ball. Yeah, I think Justin Fields should come in in the first five weeks. But I also think Matt Nagy will have a tough time pulling him. As you saw, Mitchell Trubisky uh, sat the bench last year, which was uh, a pretty controversial decision. I don't think that Andy Dalton will deserve to come out of the game, but I think he won't by the first five weeks. Agreed. So now the last game of the season, the Ravens at the Raiders. Uh, Ravens, Raiders, uh, Ravens win. Lamar Jackson has a good game, and the Ravens win by seven. Yeah, I think the Ravens win. You know, Gus Edwards has a good game with J.K. Dobbins not playing. Uh, I think, yeah, I think the Ravens probably win. A pretty easy win, actually. Yeah. I think Derek Carr throws for 350 yards easily. My hot take. Easily? Yep. Okay. That that Ravens defense is overrated. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't agree with that. I do think the Raiders might pull off this one. I don't think the Ravens are ready. I think they'll take them lightly. I think that Lamar will not adjust to Gus Edwards. Um, And... Really, if Gus Edwards doesn't produce, they have no one else. So he's going to be their workhorse. I think this Raiders defense, while not the best, will wear him down. And, of course, the Ravens last in passing last year, like third to last the year before that. They just can't rely on their running now that they don't have J.K. Yeah, well, I think they have to rely on Lamar for running. Does that wrap up the, all the games? Yes, it does. That is all the games for week one. All right. It will definitely be an exciting, exciting week to start football. Right. A lot guys, of good matchups. You guys want to push this towards the end with a division winners, each division? Sure. Yeah. All right. AFC East. Who are you guys taking? I'm going with Buffalo. Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills all around. Yep. Connor? Uh, I'm going with the Bills. All right. Nice. We going with the Bills all around. AFC South. I'm going with the Titans. 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 Hundo percento. You have to go with the Titans. Yeah. Um. And AFC North. I'm going with the Browns. 
I'm going with the Browns. Too. I think they're a Super Bowl contender, and I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think no. Browns as well. Baker Mayfield is going to come top five in MVP. Hot take. Oh, nice. I think Kyler right. Murray wins MVP. I think they're going to have the same record, but I do think that the Ravens will win their head-to-head matchups, so I'm going Ravens. All right. AFC West. Uh, this shouldn't even be a question. Hmm. I think it's the Broncos. No, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm Chiefs. going with the Chiefs, but... Chiefs all the way. I think all right, so the good. NFC. This is where this is... some divisions are questionable. NFC East. I'm going with the Giants. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. No, I'm going with the Giants. You got to go with the Giants. I don't I want think... to jinx my Cowboys, so I'm going with the football team. I'm going with the football team. Connor! I'm sorry. All right, I'm go- uh, next division. NFC South. That is the Oof. Oof. four playoff contenders in one division. I'm no, gonna no, have no. to go with the Rams. No, that's the NFC West. That's the West. West. Oh, my bad. Uh, the South is the Buccaneers division. Oh, oh Buccaneers. Yeah. Oh yeah, Buccaneers. Easy. I'm going with the Buccaneers, but a sleeper team that I think will make the playoffs. Possibly is the the uh, not the Ravens, the Panthers. Panthers will finish nine and eight for me. I do not. I think they'll go eight nine or so. And we'll be two games behind the eleven and okay. NFC North. I have to say the Packers. I have to, I'm going with the Packers. Packers. You know, I think it, it will be close, but I think I have got to go Packers. No, it won't be close, but no. All go. right, NFC West. This could cause some uh, conflict. No. I gotta go. I think the 49ers will 49ers will win it because I think once Trey Lance comes in, I think he will have a great season. All right. Connor? I think it's going to be the Rams, but then the 49ers are going to be one game behind, so they're going to get the five seed. Done. Matthew Stafford, baby, hop on the train. Rams win the uh, NFC West. I, I'm going with this. I think the Rams will make the playoffs, but the Cardinals are winning this division. Wow. So no Seahawks. Surprised to hear that. I thought at least one person uh, would select the Hawks <laughs> as the winners. All right. So now let's get let's get to um, my last question of this episode. Who will get the number one overall pick next year? The Dallas Cowboys because they're terrible. No, nah, um, probably. That's tough. Um. Oh my god. I'm going with the Texans. Wait, so you're saying Deshaun, I don't think Sean Watson plays at any point this season, and I think that the Texans will finish one and sixteen. I'm gonna go with a little bit of a hot take here. May or may not be biased, but I think the Eagles are coming in last just because they battle injuries. Jalen Hurts is out for the year, or doesn't play. Uh, maybe only plays one or two games out of the seventeen. I just don't think he's hurt. While while adding Gardner Minshew, I just don't think they have any depth at the quarterback position. If Hurts were to get hurt, uh, then they would not they would not do well. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the Eagles. Maybe the Texans. I think the Texans have big potential being the last uh, seed. You know, getting the first pick. But I I think I'll hop on the Texans. Chain. Depends if if. Watson plays. I think they won't. I think if he does or doesn't, I think that's easily the Texans. I think it's going to be the Bengals because I think I have no faith in that O-line. And I think Joe Burrow is going to get cracked, get injured in the first five weeks, have the back of quarterback play. I just don't have Jamar Chase won't catch a pass. 
And uh, I don't have faith in that defense as well. All right. So, one more thing before we wrap up this episode. I kind of want to do three sleepers we each have this upcoming season. Uh, who wants to go first? I think um, I think the 49 No, I think the Cardinals are like- – No, not Charlie, not teams, like players. What? Like, um, like three sleeper players that are going to play, play really well this season. Uh, I think Mike Davis, I guess. Yeah, we're going to hop on that Mike Davis train. I, I mean, think Adam, totally not like how they have been on fantasy. But. I'm going to go with Adam Thielen just because he's behind Justin Jefferson. I feel like people are underrating him a lot. Um, And then I feel Jalen Hurts. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to go with – one player I really like, Antonio Gibson. I hate to say it because he's a football team player, but I'm going with Antonio Gibson. I also really like Don. I know you love this guy, LaVisca Chenault. Oh. He's, the, he's the one receiver in an offense that has improved drastically this season, this offseason. I think that Chenault will receive, catch for 100 yards, uh, 1,000 yards, sorry. And he will have at least seven touchdowns. And then my final player that I really do think will perform great this season is going to have to be Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I love Tannehill. People, people rate him properly, but get receiving Julio Jones this offseason for practically nothing and just having AJ Brown and the offense just get better. I think that Ryan Tannehill will be a top seven quarterback this season and will finish with 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Mine are, I know this is going to be a shocker, but Debo Samuel. I think everyone's forgotten about him while getting hurt last year. And since everyone thinks about Kittle when you think of the 49ers, I just don't think Debo is remembered anymore. Totally not like I have him on fantasy, but I think LaVisca is obviously a sleeper. And I think my boy Mike Davis, he's going to be a sleeper. Mike Big money, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my first defensive sleeper will be Trevon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I think uh, he's really progressed. He did uh, actually underratingly well last year uh, in a bad Cowboys defense. They bring in a new defensive coordinator. I think it's going to finally click for him. I also want to point out someone in the AFC West not on the Chiefs, and that is Jerry Judy. His route running is stellar. <laughs> His hands have improved a lot. He reminds me of a mini Odell, just with less speed, less spectacular catch, but so much better route running. He's almost like a hybrid between Diggs and Beckham, if you want to go that far. And my last pick, of course, is, I agree with Jack, Antonio Gibson will break out this season. They're going to be running the ball a lot. He's going to get all of those um, uh, red zone touches which will result in a lot of receptions and a lot of touchdowns for AG. I also think one more people, uh, one more person, someone they've, the league has just given up on, but I think Antonio Brown, I don't know if he's completely a sleeper, but I think he'll do great. Lady on Bell. All very valid to break out this season. Always remember week one, people over-exaggerate so much. I actually have a stat right here. Uh, the Jaguars went one and fifteen last year, or one and zero at one point. Yeah, and so never, more... never, ever take teams for granted. And one more thing, I have to put it out before we wrap up. <laughs> My last sleeper pick 
is a defensive player, former New York Giants, Blake Martinez. I mean, he's led the league in tackles what, three times, been top five almost every single season. Uh, the defense chemistry has gotten a lot better. The de- defensive coach, Patrick Graham, is amazing. And I really think that Blake Martinez will step it up and have at least four picks, a couple forced fumbles, and will lead the Giants to a playoff run and be a big important Okay, so that'll wrap up this episode of Talk and Takes, the NFL um, season special. We look forward to week one, as do most of you listening here. We want to thank you for listening and have a great day. Gracias muy mucho.